What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 58 for the week of February 26, 2023. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my wonderful, fabulous co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, the trailer has been released for Disney's teen romantic comedy Prom Pact. Uh, Disney Plus has canceled two original series after two seasons, and uh, Rogers the Musical is coming to the Disneyland Resort this summer. Uh, we've got all these top stories and everything else uh, that's coming to Disney Plus this week, and we're going to bring you our top 10 news posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you Welcome, everybody. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include all episodes of The Low Tone Club and a new episode also available for season two of Star Wars The Bad Batch on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in the U.K., Canada, and Australia. Onyx Collective's film Bruiser is now streaming. On Disney Plus in the UK, we've got all episodes of FX's Fleischman is in Trouble that are now streaming. We uh, reviewed that last week, and you definitely need to be checking that out because that's a really good show. And speaking of reviews, uh, later in this episode, we're going to give our uh, little review and discuss The Watchful Eye, which is uh, now prefer- or now airing on Freeform, and you can stream that on Hulu. It's probably a little bit of an under-the-radar uh, series that you might not have uh, heard much about, but we're going to talk about that later, and I think that it's a series that a lot of people would enjoy. But up first, the trailer has been released for Disney's teen romantic comedy Prom Pact, uh, and this has two huge Disney stars in it, in Peyton Elizabeth Lee and Milo Mannheim. Uh, Michelle, fill us in on this. Okay. I watched the trailer, and it, it's given me like all the all kinds of like eighties, like eighties vibes. 80s, yeah, like those John Hughes type vibes uh, going for it. So I'm it really excited really for this one. Yeah. So Prom Pact is a heartfelt romantic comedy set during the emotion and excitement of high school prom season. The Disney original movie stars. Peyton Elizabeth Lee and Milo Mannheim and newcomer Blake Draper. Um, this will debut Thursday, March 30th on the Disney Channel, and it will be available on Disney Plus on March 31st, but that's only for the United States and Canada. Um, so it's the height of prom season, and high school senior Mandy Yang and her best friend and fellow outsider Ben are surrounded by over-the-top 80s-themed promposals. However, Mandy keeps her her eyes focused on a different goal, her lifelong dream of attending Harvard. When she finds out that she has been put on the wait list, she is determined to do whatever she can to get herself accepted, even if that means asking for help from the one person she abhors, popular all-star jock, Graham Lansing, whose father is a powerful senator and Harvard alum. Once Mandy becomes Graham's tutor, she begins to realize there's more to him than she thought and perhaps something more to life than Harvard. So, first of all, the poster for this, I love the poster because 
Um, we see Milo Mannheim in this, and he's like, all, he looks like a ducky from Pretty yes, in Pink for the Yes, he And I love that little nod there. And then if you watch the trailer, there's some nods to uh, Say Anything, uh, Breakfast Club, Risky Business. I think this is going to be really good. I wonder how many of the people that will be watching this, like younger people that would be watching this, like have actually seen some of those movies. And I guarantee that... If they haven't, like younger kids that might see this would definitely enjoy going back and watching some of those uh-huh. that you're seeing callbacks to. But uh, that uh, that whole synopsis of that reminds me exactly of my high school experience, minus the senator father, the <laughs> the uh, you know athletic star, and being the most popular kid. But uh, other than that, it was very similar. And oh, no one asked me to prom. But uh, anyway. Anyway, the trailer and poster are up on the website if you want to take a look at it. In these two, Peyton Elizabeth Lee and Milo Mannheim, they're going to be in season two of Doogie Kamaloa together. And so I think they have some chemistry. So I'm looking forward to this one. I'll tell you what, like this didn't like strike me initially, like just like on 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 the original like synopsis of it or whatever, like when I heard about it, like it didn't strike me as something that w- would really look that great to me but after the trailer i'm in it it, it does look really good i i'm i'm definitely in. i'm gonna definitely check that out so uh what's next oh not (laughs) good news but i don't i don't personally find this too shocking but uh we've got a couple of uh i guess series that have been canceled Mm -hmm. so uh what got canceled tell everybody all right, so the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Not a surprise. And Big Shot have both Bummer. been canceled after two seasons. Um, you know, it's kind of not a big surprise. I mean, we watched, we gave our review of season two of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and we really <laughs> loved the first season, and I don't know what happened, but... Somehow the Emilio magic was gone in season. Well, two, I don't even I know think. if it was all know. Emilio. I mean, I don't know. There was something missing. I don't know what it was. It the season we uh, we went back to try and go watch again. Uh, uh-uh, it wasn't working. No. So, uh, Big Shot. I like the. I love John Stamos. I was really sad about this. I like. I love the characters in that and everything. But uh, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Uh, more of a surprise for Big Shots for me. But uh, I mean. Gosh, yeah, Mighty Ducks. Like, what a what a just let down after season one. That doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm sad for the the actors and and all the kids that were in that, especially that. Uh, but uh, hey, we got two show two uh, seasons of of both, and that's uh, that's all right, I guess. So uh, anyway, on to uh, bigger and better things. Uh, finally, uh, Rogers the Musical is going to be coming to the Disneyland Resort this summer. And if you watched Hawkeye on Disney+, Plus, then you uh, probably know what that is. So uh, what are the details of this? So starting this summer for a limited time engagement, a short one-act version of Rogers the Musical will debut on the Hyperion stage inside California Adventure Park. More details will be announced at a later date. But Disney Park shared a small tease. We have that on the website if you want to take a look at that. But uh, the fictitious musical all about the life of Steve Rogers, the first Captain America, first debuted in the Disney Plus original series Hawkeye. 
In the show, all the Avengers are invited to New York for the premiere of the brand new show-stopping musical, but only Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, shows up. The MI Avengers don't know what they're missing, though, as viewers are treated to a musical number based on the Battle of New York, though a few creative liberties have been taken and here and there. So um, this was like a huge thing when it was in Hawkeye. Like everybody oh, was like yeah. kind of like demanding like this should be a Broadway musical. And if, I agree. I mean, it was. If you watched Hawkeye, that that is, I guarantee something that you took away from it thinking, wow, why don't they really yeah. do this? Like it seems like it's it's actually like a good idea. So cool to see that they're, uh, they're going to give us like at least a snippet of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Um, as a reminder, you can find links to all of our articles that we've talked about and all of the uh, other news stories that we'll be talking about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Uh, I guess we always do this. I, I just feel like I don't know if we let people down or we we disappoint them or if like they're just like so happy about it but i promise this every single episode in 10 minutes and sometimes we're a little over sometimes we're under but anyway 10 minutes michelle <laughs> 10 in 10 news blast segment i'm gonna hold it's- i'm going to like i feel like anytime we're over or under it's not my fault uh-huh. so I'm gonna yeah, blame. Yeah, put this on me. I'm right? gonna blame you if uh, if the timing's not right. But anyway, it is time for the Disney Plus Informer Ten in Ten News Blast segment. And Michelle, as always, you go first. Go now. Disney Plus has revealed the official trailer and poster for the highly anticipated docu special Bono and the Edge: A Sort of Homecoming with Dave Letterman. This is set to premiere globally on Disney Plus on March 17th, which also happens to be St. Patrick's Day. And it coincides with U2's highly anticipated album, Songs of Surrender, a collection of 40 U2 songs from across the band's catalog re-recorded and reimagined. In the docu-special from Disney-branded television, Academy Award-winning filmmaker Morgan Neville captures Dave Letterman on his first visit to Dublin to hang out with Bono and The Edge in their hometown. Experiencing Dublin and join the two YouTube musicians for a concert performance unlike any they've ever done. I love you too. This is uh this is definitely on my radar. There's I've never seen them live. I've always wanted to, but there's they're the iconic band. Oh, th- this does not count for the time in the 10 and 10 News Blast segment because we're, <laughs> okay, we're, wait, we're, no. we're diverting a little bit. But I agree with you. I've always wanted to see you two live. And it's like every couple of years, I feel like they do something mm-hmm. and you think to yourself like, oh my gosh, I got to go see you two live because they're so good. Like they've just been, ar- I mean, they've been around my whole life like as a very popular band. And They've just, like I, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to like the reimagining of their songs or whatever. Like they just like they have so many good songs. What a great band! Anyway, that doesn't count. But uh, back on it, uh, Disney has released the trailer for Di- the Disney Plus original movie Chang Can Dunk, which is going to uh, release on Disney Plus on Friday, March 10th, 2023. Uh, written and directed by Xing Yi Shao, uh, making his feature film debut, the inspiring coming-of-age sports comedy stars Bloom Lee, Dexter Darden, Ben Wang, Zoe Renee, Chase Leafield, and Marty Ma. Uh, the film's producers are Rishi Rajani, 
Lena Waith and Brad Pre- Brad Weston with Pamela Thur serving as executive producer. So Chen Kin Dunk follows Cheng, a 16-year-old Asian-American high school student in the marching band who bets the school basketball star that he can dunk by homecoming. The bet leads the 5-foot-8-inch Chang on a quest to find the hops he needs to dunk in order to impress his crush, Christy, and finally gain the attention and respect of his high school peers. But before he can rise up and truly throw one down, he'll have to re-examine everything he knows about himself, his friendships, and his family. We've got a link to the trailer on our website. And I know that we're also going to have a review for Mm -hmm. that, uh, like right around the release date of the film too. So really looking forward to checking this out. It actually looks like... They've upped the quality of like some of these mm-hmm. Disney Plus original movies, like, and you can tell th- this one actually looks really good. And I'm a basketball fan, so I definitely want to check it. Yeah, out. you're gonna like it. Uh, 20th Century Studios has released the trailer for its upcoming film Boston Strangler, which will premiere on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus in many countries, including the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia, on Friday, March 17th. Boston Strangler stars two-time Oscar nominee Kira Knightley, Emmy nominee Carrie Coon, and a lot more. But the film follows Loretta McLaughlin, a reporter for the Record American newspaper, who becomes the first journalist to connect the Boston Strangler murders. As the mysterious killer claims more and more victims, Loretta attempts to continue her investigation alongside colleague and confidant Jean Cole. Yet the duo finds themselves... Uh, stemming by the rampant sexism of the era. Nevertheless, McLaughlin and Cole brave, uh, bravely pursue the story at great personal risk, putting their own lives on the line in their quest to uncover the truth. So you can take a look at the trailer. I'm going to catch up a little bit on our time frame here. Ashley Park, you, who you may know from Emily in Paris, has joined the cast of Only Murders in the Building Season 3 in a recurring role. According to Deadline, she will play Kimber, who is a Broadway star. So that's it for that. Voices Rising, the music of Wakanda Forever, will now premiere on Disney Plus on February 28th. The first of three episodes arrives on February 28th on Disney Plus, with two more episodes in the following weeks. The series was originally scheduled to release on February 22nd. Oscar-winning composer Ludwig Ronson and director Ryan Coogler collaborated with musicians and artists from across the globe to craft the score for Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever, one of the most anticipated sequels in modern movie history. Now, a brand new three-part series will take viewers behind the music of the blockbuster film with voices rising the music of Wakanda forever streaming exclusively on Disney plus. Steven Young has reportedly joined Marvel studios upcoming Thunderbolts film in an undisclosed key role. Uh, this movie is set to release in theaters on July 26th, 2024 deadline reports. The role is not only significant to this film, but could be a major role going forward in future films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's a really big get for him. There are tons of people out there that love Steven, uh, probably from his days on The Walking Dead as Glenn. Um, But 
this Thunderbolts film keeps sounding a little bit better and better the more I hear about uh, all the news that's mm-hmm. been coming out. But uh, that that's a big get, and definitely would be cool to see him uh, playing a bigger role, not only in just this film, but going forward. So big fan myself. The Mandalorian season three trailer debuted can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. January 16th during the NFL wildcard playoff game and was viewed more times than any previous promotion for a Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, the third season trailer drew a record 83.5 million views in its first 24 hours, topping the trailer for the Star Wars series Obi-Wan Kenobi, which attracted roughly 58 million views. This Wednesday, March 1st, that's when season three returns. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it's been so long. What do we we're like what 15 months or something since we've seen that? Anyway, uh Disney Plus has announced and this is another big get. I I'm getting all the cool stories. Uh Eric Stone Street, who you may know from Modern I Family. I know you love him. Cam. Cam from Modern Family, one of the funniest characters in the history of television if you ask me and just a phenomenal actor and wonderful human being is going to join the cast of the Disney Plus original series, The Santa Clauses, as Mad Santa. Uh, The Disney-branded television series is produced by 20th Television, a part of Disney Television Studios, and is now in production on its second season. Uh, Season one of The Santa Clauses debuted uh, back in November of 2022 and was was a top five most-watched original series on Disney Plus by hours streamed. In its uh, season's streaming campaign, which was from last November 3rd through December 31st, in the second season, the Calvin family is going to be back in the North Pole as Scott Calvin continues his role as Santa Claus after retirement plans were thwarted when failing to find a worthy successor Successor in season one. Now that Scott and his family have successfully saved Christmas, Scott turns himself turns his focus towards training his son Calvin to eventually take over the family business as Santa Claus. I love Eric Stone Street. I could rewatch any episode of Modern Family a thousand times and, and never, get, never get never get tired of it. So that's awesome news as far as I'm concerned. Rosario Dawson, who plays a live action version of Ahsoka in the Star Wars franchise, recently gave a more definitive release window for the upcoming Ahsoka Disney Plus series. So she shared the news on an appearance on Today with Hoda and Jenna and she revealed the new series is probably going to come out in the fall. So an exact release date has not been announced yet, but uh, we can look forward to the fall. Late September is my guess. Uh, Last July at the San Diego Comic-Con Marvel Studios animation panel, it was announced that Marvel's X-Men 97, an original series, had been renewed for a second season on Disney Plus ahead of the season one premiere. Uh, That first season uh, will reportedly launch on Disney in the fall of 2023 and work on season two has already begun. Uh, The news comes from X-Men 97 Wolverine voice actor Cal Dodd, who shared on Twitter he is already recording lines for season two. Uh, This show is also, uh, interestingly enough, going to use the original X-Men theme music. So kids uh, my age uh, from back in the day will uh, definitely recognize that. And then all five seasons of the X-Men animated series are currently available to watch or 
to stream on Disney+. Plus. That does it for our 10 in 10 News Blast segment. And Michelle, sorry to say it's your fault. We went a little over again. Anyway, it might have been my fault because I digressed way too many times. Anyway, uh, review time. Okay. Michelle, uh, I think that what we're reviewing this week is something that is probably under the radar. It definitely, uh, had it not been for you, I probably would not have checked this out myself. And I think a lot of people may may think or may find that this is a very uh, under the radar show. Uh, maybe didn't get a lot of like a lot of initial buzz before it came out. But man, I have been really just engrossed in this show uh, since we've started watching it. I'm. Spoiler alert, uh, since this is a review, I'm going to give this a good score. Uh, the Watchful Eye, it, it's on uh, Freeform. New and episodes release every Monday on Freeform. The first five episodes are available to stream on Hulu on right Hulu. now. So, uh, yeah, I guess give us a little synopsis. Uh, tell people what this uh, show's about because I guess it, it's like just thinking about it, it's kind of hard to uh, narrow it down into just like one little like like I don't know exactly what genre it fits into yeah. perfectly. There's a lot of like weird little things drama, going on. Drama, a little uh, suspense, a little supernatural suspense, mm-hmm. drama, like a little bit of like uh, mystery, uh, mystery, sl- not horror, but like slash that. Like I, there's just so many different things that uh, I think of when I think about what I. Uh, what this show is uh but i guess give first okay. give everyone a synopsis of it and then we'll talk about it some more the series follows elena santos a young woman with a complicated past maneuvering her way into working as a live-in nanny for an affluent family in manhattan she quickly learns that everyone in the mysterious building has deadly secrets and ulterior motives what they don't know however is that elena has some shocking secrets of her own so Elena's played by uh, Mariel Molino. She does a fantastic job. Love her. She's so good in this. Um, but you know, you're talking like it's got so many genres. It's like got this supernatural thing going. It's got uh, suspense, mystery, drama, and a lot of uh, twists and turns to it. Like what's weird for me is that I. I don't even know if this will make sense, but like it almost feels when I'm watching this, it's like a a dramatic slash uh not I I it, not horror not horror okay, but it's got like like the the supernatural like ghost aspect to it that makes me think a little bit of like it reminds me a little bit of like the shining in in spots, so it's like kind of like the mysterious even more mysterious more like less funny kind of version of like uh only murders in the building like it's kind of got a little bit of that vibe no i never thought about that but like not not funny like only only murders but like it's kind of like the the like the scary mysterious version of that to me uh just because, like, it's set in an apartment building, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, this whole, like, set of, like... And the whole history behind yeah, the, the apartment building. And that's something, like, you think of, like, Only Murders, like, they, they give you, like, a lot of, like, the backstory of the building that they're in. Like, there's a lot of that going on in this. So it's really, like, weird how it's, like, 
kind of a very similar setting mm-hmm. to a show like that, but like obviously like different casts of characters, but like each episode, like you're introduced to some like characters that are like relevant to the story. It's just, it's really, really good and intriguing. Yeah, it hooks you in. I feel like freeform shows in general typically uh, trend towards a younger audience, but I don't feel, I feel like this is more for a broader audience in general. Um, I I think that this could just be, be just as good if it was just like its own like Hulu series mm-hmm. or like you, you could expect to like see this on like FX or something. Like it's just, it's a really uh, surprisingly high quality show that a lot of people I guarantee probably never really gave a chance to or probably didn't even really hear of just maybe because it like initially released on Freeform because that's kind of, uh, I mean, that that's not um, the, you know, first rate like channel that you would typically see like the bigger series premiere on but like this is under the radar legit good and worth checking out it's worth your time i like it a lot and i i i really hope that we do get the second season of that i don't know if anything's been uh discussed or, or talked about as well far as that's every time they you know release something it's always season one season one which makes me think that maybe we'll see a season two um another note is this is from orion seacrest production ryan seacrest is a producer yeah and, you see that at the beginning yeah of and episode. emily fox who did zoe's extraordinary playlist is the showrunner and executive producer and, I, and that was a good series too i love that series so so if uh, Only Murders in the Building kind of hybrid mixed with something like The Shining sounds like something that uh, you would be interested in, then I definitely think that you will really enjoy uh, The Watchful Eye. Michelle, it is score time. Okay. So uh, zero meaning um, my uh, my high school prom uh <laughs> My high school uh, prom, uh, prom se- season uh, <laughs> dating life uh, versus 10, which would probably be yours. Uh, what would you score uh, The Watchful Eye f- so far? Like okay. We've watched like the first five uh-huh. episodes. So, so far, I give this a 7.3. I'm pretty close to you. I- I'm giving this a 7.5. I think that this is a really good show. It's got a really cool setting phenomenal uh actors and actresses in it and i really enjoy it and i hope that we get more and i i'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh where uh where this all ends up because it's just like really it keeps you on the edge of your seat so uh not the greatest show that i've watched this year but definitely worth your time worth checking out um seven five for me seven three for michelle again uh Check it out, The Watchful Eye. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next week. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at more Disney Plus. Be sure to stop by and visit our Facebook page. We would love to see you there. Until next time, we're going to get out of here. So we will see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.